shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags podcast. I'm Krzyzepa. Uh, and I'm Katie Nordgren. And with us today is a fantastic visual artist, is Lori Landry. Hi, Lori. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Lori. So excited to be here. <laughs> Yay. Yay, podcast. Um, yeah, Lori, you're also deaf. We were going to talk a little bit about some accessibility stuff and podcasts. And one of the first questions that I had for you um, that we were chatting about today was like, what kind of media do you like to consume and how do you like to do it? Because you love TV and movies. Like, what are your favorite things? We'll get into that. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, I just want to note the irony of me doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is, did not escape us. Which is probably the most, no, the least accessible for a deaf person. Absolutely. I thought about that driving over was, driving must be really boring when you're deaf or hard of hearing because there's not much you can do to accentuate the process like you can't really listen to so you can't like watch something while you're yeah, driving exactly. so, yeah. yeah we were we were driving over here and i was just like it's hard because i like i want to face you and talk yeah and so that you can read my lips but then i'm like i have to also look at the road and so we just we were quiet for most of the time <laughs> well, you know, one, of the, one, one of the common questions i've had was can you drive and i'm like I'm deaf, not blind. <laughs> yeah. Or, but, no, but it has nothing to do with me being deaf. <laughs> just yeah. I'm just bad at driving. Yeah, yeah. but the thing about driving is um, um, you can only talk to me during stops. Yeah. And you have to be quick about it. <laughs> because, um, because if I'm driving, I'm like... <laughs> putting my finger up. Putting my finger up. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. Well, the tough time to book you today. Yeah. So, um, but um, for road trip, so I'm probably the best person to not talk to. So, put on the mood loud. <laughs> if you want, and uh, you yeah, can, try. yeah. If you want, like a companionable road trip kind of buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're just gonna chill. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but about the media, I totally. Uh, jumped in there and asked a different question. So what do you like to, what do you like to watch? Um, you know what, I like to watch anything that has captioning. So, um, pretty much any Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're great with captioning stuff. Yeah, you can actually um, get, so, like, captioning on everything. I have to... Yeah. 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 Um, I, I just finished watching Gone Girl yesterday. Gone Girl? Gone Girl, yeah. Oh, nice. Gone Girl with, um... Ben Affleck? No, no. No. No, no. Gone Girl. With um, with one of them, Sanga signs. Oh, uh, oh, scandal. Yeah, with Carrie Washington. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love that show. Scandal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I heard Gone Girl too. I I stopped watching Scandal, because I just couldn't get over what a weenie the president is. He's yeah. just such a weener. Like it's what a, a dumb thing. weener. It's just a weird. Yeah, it's weird how the the president can be a dumb weener. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fiction for yeah, the president to be a stupid weener. I mean, I like I like the fact that you've got these um, black women so powerful and that you know you can just walk into the um, president quarter. Yeah. yeah, she just like and jumps into. What the are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> And everybody's like, this is normal. This is what happens here. 
Yeah. I haven't watched anything on from Shondaland. Oh. Yeah. Watch but I like Grey's like, I, I like Grey's Anatomy as well. You yeah. like the drama. Yeah. Live it's for the drama. drama. Yeah, for the drama, drama. Like, <laughs> You're a drama, drama mama. Drama queen, drama. <laughs> yeah. In uh, in Scandal, Carrie Washington just has the best coats ever. All of her beautiful, beautiful yeah. coats. I just want every single coat. Yeah, and the way her hair bounces when she walks the back. Determination is like, oh, God. <laughs> She's going to conquer the world, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could walk in high heels like that. Yeah. I have a really hard time with it. <laughs> Plus, I'm very tall already, so it's not really fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're going to start with that. Um, movies? I mean, I'm a big fan of the Marvel universe yeah so i'm looking forward to next weekend for black panther yes yeah oh that <laughs> it looks, looks so good <laughs> yeah. it's so pretty i'm very excited yes pretty it is a very attractive cast yeah well and the scenery looks beautiful too i was looking at some yeah. previews but yeah um some trailer thing and it just looks like just absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. my friend posted something about the costume design yeah um and how like all they wanted to really show that like africa is incredibly diverse it's not just one big yeah. thing yeah and so like all the different like nations and tribes and things like that in yeah. the movie are based on like real tribes in africa and so yeah. they like mm-hmm. you know took elements of like beadwork on one costume mm-hmm. and like colors and i don't know it just yeah. looks so mm-hmm. like yeah. what a feast for the eyes <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and then when um you know, in the in the comic days when they developed Wakanda, mm-hmm. um, they brought in um, Rasange. Oh, cool. and I can't remember how, how you pronounce the guy's name. Tanahashi Coates. Oh yeah, Tan Tanahashi Coates. Tanahashi. Yeah, I don't yeah. actually know how to pronounce it Ooh, either. We're oh, bad. Terrible. But, <laughs> I can spell mean, it though. But when they when they get when they get the world building for Wakanda, the idea was um, imagine a country that has never been decimated by slavery. Mm. You know, yeah. civil war stuff like an actual thriving country, and that was what that's what they came up with. And then of course um, they translated that to the movie as well. Cool. Yeah, so, so imagine a country that had never been touched by slavery, colonialism, anything. Yeah? Yeah. So, I mean, that could have been the country. Yeah. So that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of sad that we have to go to fantasy to see that. Like, yeah. But, you know, colonialism was yeah. a big thing and still is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was at the rally last yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah, for, for Colton Bushy. Yeah, so it was, it was very, very dark, very powerful, very um, rage. Yeah. A lot I of mean, rage. Yeah. A lot of rage. Yeah, a lot of rage. Yeah. And, and the right, you know, how can we have reconciliation when we can't even have justice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For, for, for the Aboriginal people, Indigenous people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. unfortunately, like, you know, folks that I know have been tweeting about it and whatever, and just so many people are coming for them in the comments, like, just racist assholes, like, yeah. well, it- what do you expect? Like, what, you don't care about our due process and it's the law and whatever, and it's just like, you guys are even- maybe the same, maybe not actually the same people that would be mad about, you know, any kind of shooting of a black person in the States, but a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's better here in Canada, and it's like, yeah, no, we've yeah. got exactly the same bullshit. Have you ever been to Regina? Like, no, it's not. It's yeah. not here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. in fact, the, uh, the institutionalized racism in Canada is the model 
to mm-hmm. South Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It is a market for Australia. And it is a market for the state. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we invented this in the traditionalized system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that, like, it, the assimilationist ideas. Yeah. It's very, yeah, we're not great, Canada. Real bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It gets so sad when people get nationalistic around me because I have to be like, well, actually, <laughs> Canada's bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't care yeah. about Justin Trudeau's stupid socks. Yeah, I mean, it's like, we, we, we need to recognize our role mm-hmm. you know, in the history. Oh, yeah. And and we can't we can't just pick and choose, you know, our role. Like we can't say we're the good people. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to, you know, actually acknowledge the the bad things that we've done, mm-hmm. you know, in order to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't do that, then you know, what hope the, do they have? That's the truth part and the truth and reconciliation, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like you have to lay bare all of that and be like, fuck, yeah. that was. Awful, and mm-hmm. we need to make up for that. Yeah, and and you can't just apologize if you don't know what you're apologizing for. People have yeah. so much trouble when it comes to blame. Yeah, the the that we need to give education, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, we're telling the truth there is really yeah, and people don't want a basic truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People just want to do what that looked a long time ago, time to get over it. Yeah, for some reason, it always has to be like marginalized people who have to get over something, right? Like, we don't ever have to get over 9 11 yeah. or whatever. It's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 9 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's. Well, nine minutes into the podcast, and we're already, <laughs> already yeah. mad, already sad. Well, there's a lot of bad shit happening in the world yeah. right mm-hmm. now, but. Yeah, I mean, but Black like, Panther is coming out next weekend, <laughs> <laughs> so we have yeah. that to look forward to. My uh, my grandfather, uh, my grandmother actually, and my dad died is uh, fascinating. Um, the monkey got one, and but my dad had chosen not to acknowledge. Oh, okay. like he he rejected that part of the family, so he called himself he called himself fascinating, and that's what we have out. No, um, but um, but I know that that's you know, part I of have, your heritage, sort yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Background. And if my dad says no, it's not part of our heritage anymore. Hmm. Kind of have to respect that in a way. He's yeah. from a generation that's like being any kind of indigenous is like, let's not yeah. embrace that at all, like because it's you can yeah. see how people are treated, so let's yeah. take that out or something. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, I mean, he kind of explained that we've done being really, you know, being really got the kid, you mm-hmm. know, has a big factor on it. So, wow, yeah. You know, so in a way, it is, um, it is part of it. Experience, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah. and um, so. I mean, I I would love to find out where my grandmother came from. Mm-hmm. You know, back when you know when they won't tell you anything, then yeah. you kind of have to kind of respect that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, one of these days I I want to take a road trip. You know, just go to the start when I meet. Yeah. You know, like, see for myself. Yeah. Did you read? There's the, the local city councilor Andrea Reimer had sort of a similar experience recently, where she kind of found out that she had First yeah, Nations background, that and that some some family from either Alberta or Saskatchewan like reached out and found her. Yeah. 
And so there was a big thing about, like, she's like, I've lived my whole life as a white person, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And so I don't know what, like, I've always felt like I had really close ties to Indigenous yeah. practice, but, like, never really put them together. And it's really cool to, like, find this missing piece. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, how much do you claim of that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and so it really, a lot of folks were saying, like, that the community kind of claimed her back is a really big thing. Mm. Um, rather than her yeah. trying to go in and be like, I'm one of you now, hooray! Yeah, and they're exactly. just like, uh... I mean, no, it's really annoying because, um, you know, for education, for um, grant writing and everything, you know, everybody's saying, oh, well, you should, you should do that, you should do that. And yeah, yeah like, you're an artist, no, you're like, oh, no, can I, what no. can I add? <laughs> um, no, because uh, for one thing, I'm taking away mm-hmm. from other people, like, just to make, yeah. you know, access to, you know, grant to tell those stories, uh, no, and education. Well, I, I really don't want to you know, go to university. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I mean, I try, but uh, not for me because. Yeah, you don't have to go to university to do art, that's for sure. <laughs> but I, I went to first year. I went to America first year, first semester, actually. And I kind of dropped out. This was back in the 80s, 1985. <laughs> so, that's what I came back then, <laughs> back then, it was My all mom. about installation. No, painting is dead. Forget painting. It's all about installation. Oh, okay. Yeah? It's all about Tracy Eamon's bed and stuff like that. I'm like, what's, okay. that, what's that? Oh, you've never heard of the bed? No. Oh, it's an installation art piece of a bed she was like sick and had a lot of sex in and stuff. And so it's just a lot of detritus around yeah. the bed. It's like you're supposed to get like a an idea of like the experience of living as this person who I, I think she had like bipolar disorder okay. or something like that so it's just like this was during a particularly bad part of my life this is what my bed looked like okay. here's my art which is amazing I mean that's pretty cool but it also is the thing that a lot of people who like that's not art yeah you know that's not <laughs> art so I guess it came back to bite installation in the ass because everybody yeah. thinks it's stupid now <laughs> well you know I have no objections against installation Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, every uh, has its place. And, um, you know, and I've seen some wonderful installation pieces, you know, that really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can't, I, I can't name them, though. So, <laughs> but um, I know the Vancouver Gallery had an installation um, a few years ago. And it was just like this piece of black, black fabric okay. that was hung up against the ceiling and it was stressed out. So it's almost like a rubber. Okay. Uh, rubber-like material then with black. Um, but you no, know, it's hard to describe it. But <laughs> but the hard thing on Dalitian is um, it used the use of space. Uh-huh. Um, the use of light. Yeah. Um, so you, so when you're looking at something, um, the light and space around the um, installation piece mm-hmm. gives it a lot of dimension. Right, and you should and be able to move around it yeah, and see different aspects exactly. of it. Um, in fact, right now, if you go to the Vancouver Gallery Ooh. with Murakami... <laughs> <laughs> right now, right the second. Yeah, go to Murakami, I love it. Oh, um, I but there it. is this room. Um, like, no, he's been, he's been um, doing a lot of happy bases, you know, daisy bases, and, like, you know, ha- like, really happy. Just, like, cheerful people and whatever yeah. in his paintings and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he's been moving towards like, something that was a little more spirituality, you know, Japanese spirituality, um, so he's been doing uh, quite a few um, new paintings, mm-hmm. um, and then there's um, two... 
and um, tolerating the monks. Oh, but cool. the the cure, the really cure. But the how how to base with you, okay. how to light with you. Um, it's just one of it. It's a good example. That's pretty cool. It must yeah. be difficult to tour with installation work because like every space is so different. So yes. how do you set up for light yeah. and things like well, that? I yeah. Guess. Well, the Murakami, um, built the like uh, a whole set for it. Yeah. Specifically for Bank Gallery. Oh, cool. Yeah, he knew he was what he was doing. So, so I think like okay, maybe there will be a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like he knows what what the Bank Gallery set up is like. Mm-hmm. And he designed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really interesting. Yeah. That seems yeah. pretty fun, actually. <laughs> Art's kind of amazing. It makes, yeah. It's happy. It's the happiest of thing. No? Cool. I'll definitely go look at it. I've been invited. A couple of people mm-hmm. told me I should go. Because you like Gomer Kami stuff. Good go. In uh, general, don't you? Is, he, or is it the same as the author? Or is it a different artist? Because there's... Murakami? Oh, uh, there's the there's the novelist. Different artist. I don't actually know the visual artist. Okay, this is new to me. I'm I'm actually my art education is pretty meager, to <laughs> say the least. Like I uh, I didn't get a lot of visual arts education. I just know about stuff that I've read. Let's so, like if it was something scandalous like yeah. Piss Christ or something yeah. like that, <laughs> uh, or uh, or the you know whatever it was the. Is it Christoph who they do the the fabric installations that are just massive? Yes. Like it was a yeah. it was a Christoph. husband and wife team that used to do yeah. that, mm-hmm. and you know just millions of dollars worth of fabric probably yeah. all over this stuff. And so I know a little bit about it. If anybody has ever said something about it online that that mm-hmm. it looks stupid or this isn't art or my kid could do that, then I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I just I just pulled up a picture. The exhibition is called Octopus Eats Its Own Leg. Oh okay, so that, yeah, I've heard about this. So that appeals to Katie's sensibilities in terms of her love of sea creatures. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very colorful. That's very fun. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely go well, check that out. You talk about um, art appreciating. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, um, Canada, like, I've been to Paris a couple of times, and the art appreciation in Europe is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been to New York a couple of times, and I found that the art appreciation now is amazing too. Mm-hmm. And when I come in there, it's like, where's the art appreciation? Mm. Yeah. Is um, it, when you say art appreciation, is it like how many people go to things or how they interact with the pieces or... How literate? Uh, no cultural oh, literacy. Li- oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean you, you get people reading back, you get back, um, but um, I think the literacy needs to start in preschool, mm-hmm. you know, in order for people to grow and appreciate mm-hmm. the culture. Like when you read, like when you take up and pick up a newspaper, at the art and culture section, mm-hmm. it's about celebrity news <laughs> and movies. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a play or two, maybe a concert. But if it's a concert, it's usually a big name concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They never really are talking about art ex- exhibitions or dance performance or any of these things. Unless it's at the like Royal Ballet or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I I think you're right. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking with my wife about this today, about the Suzuki method of, of instrument learning, which I assume you know plenty about, yes. uh, and just how much it relies on nurturing curiosity in, mm-hmm. in children, like, um, and teaching things to them that are age appropriate, that they can process, that they mm-hmm. can understand um, based on their level of development. Yeah. And I think if we could do that 
in the same way with art in preschool, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there is a certain amount that they can appreciate. Like yeah. <laughs> you could show, you know, if you show a Vermeer to a small child, they might not care, but no, like, no, but, good not. but something like that, like the Murakami yeah. art, they would, could be like, wow, that's yeah. crazy or something, yeah. you know, like that, that's, exactly. that's something that they can look at and just have an emotional experience yeah, with. Exactly. I, I remember crying at a painting when I was a kid, just cause it was something about it made me so sad. Yeah. So it's, it's feasible like it's it's yeah. possible for little kids to get this stuff. I yeah. wonder if that would also help like they're trying to do in school roots of empathy and mm-hmm. other kinds of ways of connecting with yeah. you know their classmates so that kids don't bully each other and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But like that could be another way to teach that kind of empathy and like yeah. getting in touch with your emotions. What is the, the artist thinking? What does the artist feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's a, that's very interesting. Yeah. I think that's a really cool it's idea. Funny, it's funny. Um, um, just recently, um, on Facebook, I saw a video um, of, this, of this dumb guy having um, a talk at the UN. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was done for education, children's development and everything. Um, but basically, we were talking about education, like what needs to change. Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're, going, we're in an automatic um, automation world. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, computers been... are taking over jobs. Yeah. Um, computers are taking over technology. You know, so we're going to get to a point where mm-hmm. and, and education now is still focused on... Getting people into the workforce, like yeah. factory style almost, or like... Uh, you know, yeah. they're, they're training people to go for a job that are not going to exist once mm-hmm. they finish school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so the whole thinking about education needs to change. And it's like, yeah, empathy. Okay, think about what machine can do. Yeah. Empathy. Even though, even though they're trying to come up with computers that robot that can, <laughs> they're, they're so scary looking. <laughs> no, even though they're, you know, they're developing robot that can feel, <laughs> but there, uh, um, we have empathy, mm-hmm. and we can reason. You know, I mean, computers can do the logical. You know, if this, then this. But they don't have the the nuance around yeah. context and things like yeah. that. It's, I'm hitting all of our favorite words today. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. So, um, so it's like empathy, um, logical thinking, um, reason. Yeah, especially reason. Um, if we don't change the education to you know, focus on that, mm-hmm. we're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, how can we how can we compete with robots robots Mm -hmm. yeah there's a a whole thing in like higher education training where people are really wanting folks with like emotional intelligence because so many uh types of work environments are team-based now yes but people are coming out of school especially in like the tech sector or something with like all of this extremely focused knowledge Mm -hmm. on like a very intricate piece but then they don't actually know how to work with other people Mm -hmm. at all (laughs) yeah so then like folks that i i've heard from are saying things like um you know, we would hire somebody that has an arts degree mm-hmm. and does coding on the side because they think it's fun rather than someone that's gone to school and has their master's in computer science or whatever. Because mm-hmm. we want someone that has emotional intelligence or EQ mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I would love to see more of that, like emotional intelligence stuff taught because it's not, you know, when I, I was going through a process where I had to hire some folks recently 
and we were looking like how do we test for emotional intelligence so you give people different scenarios and you see how they react and whatever and then you kind of say stuff like well you know you can't teach people this but you can teach them this and so we want someone with like more innate qualities that you can't teach they're mm. intangible they're soft skills and I'm like you can totally teach that stuff but like when when they're younger I think like in kids and teenagers and stuff to have that yeah emotional intelligence it's like. hard to teach a 32 year old computer programmer ha, that women are people <laughs> oh. <laughs> who have like a rich inner life they're like no they don't no they like shoes <laughs> the TV told me <laughs> Oh God, guys! Yeah. Um, I I think you're right though about the um, the progression towards a more um, like a, a more emotionally intelligent workplace, even in tech, because mm-hmm. Tessa finally got a job offer. Yay! Yay. That's my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, at a place that also has a queer woman as her boss, which is very exciting. Um, and they really, I think, picked her based on her personality because she was in competition with two other people with the same credentials. And I think ultimately they really wanted somebody who came across as very warm and human in the interview, and she is extremely human. So <laughs> yeah, I think that that was a really big part. Like, we just want your personality with mm-hmm. our team, you know? Like, your your technical skills are great and that's necessary, but... We need you to not be a total pill to work with, mm-hmm. right? Like that's super important because mm-hmm. you spend you spend so much time with your coworkers. Well, some of even us, just yeah. communicating <laughs> like, with them can yeah. be such a chore mm-hmm. if they have a different communication style than you. Mm-hmm. Which I imagine is probably very difficult <laughs> when your communication style is ASL or yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There has to be like a lot of miscommunications. The for being deaf or hard of hearing, I would think. Yeah. Like, working in yeah. offices and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yes. Um, not necessarily miscommunication, but um, miscommunication. Mis- <laughs> M-I-S-S-D-E. Yeah. Miscommunication. So basically, I could be working at the computer, coding away, and somebody would be walking by telling the team something. And I'm tapping away, and I'm like, "Are you coming? Are you coming to the pub? No, pub afterwards? No, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed something. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all having a discussion, and then like yeah. at the end, you're just like, "Wait, was everybody talking over there? Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. So, um, you know, and I guess um, I have to say, um, I'm very um, good at lip reading." And talking, obvious. Um, but I have to be looking at you. And, you know, and people forget that. Mm-hmm. People forget because, you know, you're so good at into, you know, interacting with people that they think, oh, yeah, you got it. You know? You know, so She's one of those deaf people who can hear. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's got a special um, ear in the back here or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's been the occasion of somebody tap her on the yoga piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, then that until I'm actually looking at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, every once in a while, somebody will do that, but most of the time, people just forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're not lucky. You're not, you don't act like a deaf person. <laughs> How does a deaf person act? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was good. <laughs> Amazing yeah. comic 
timing on that one. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Oh man. It's, I think we've talked about this before. Like you've, you've got all of these coping strategies, just trying to like exist in a world where like, yeah, people aren't paying attention to what your needs are. And so then they forget that they're there because you've spent so much of your life coping like, yeah, I don't know. That must be really um, pain in the ass. Yeah, super pain in the ass. Yeah, accommodate. Yeah, talk about uh, accessibility. You're accommodating everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I you know. Like we think about we think about how how can we accommodate people with disabilities, but no, um, we've been accommodating people. Yeah, <laughs> we've been accommodating the hearing well. Um, I mean, I have to say, I'm only speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking for. We're you're not a representative. We're not trying to make you the figurehead of every single yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 anything I talk about is my experience. Yes. Okay. So in your um, experience, yeah, you've been accommodating a whole bunch, of, and they're like, "Oh, how can we make this more accessible for you?" It's like, dude, I've been accommodating you for like. <laughs> yeah, I can't even answer that question. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, I accommodate. I I make a judgment. Like I be sitting here. Um, yeah. If you're sitting in front of the window and it's extremely bright out there, mm-hmm. what happens to you in the shadow? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I would just say, can we twist? You know, or um, have the curtain closed. Yeah, you asked no. me to close the curtain because otherwise yeah. the light was just shining and you couldn't even see my face at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Um, if in a classroom situation, I'm sitting in the front row. Mm-hmm. No. Or a speaker, whatever, I'm sitting in the front row. Um, what Meetings? I tried to put myself if it's um if it's a meeting room where everybody's thinking it's circle, that's great. No, again I just make sure that I'm not no facing someone in the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Um other scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um concerts. Concerts. I mean I love music. I love going to concerts. Um and it used to be that I could afford to go to concerts and be down on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah? <laughs> Good but now it's now. like, no, your average concert is like $90 for <laughs> at least. Yeah. Oh, that's so expensive. Um, I go to um, local band, you mm. know, like local, um, local band and everything. So, because it's usually in a smaller area. I'm um, into me, yeah, and it's easier for me to follow. Yeah, so I mean, I, um, you know, my favorite local band um, is um, Rolex. Yeah, Rolex. I don't know if I know them. W a r l e e s. No, I don't know them. Wallace. Rolex. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard of them. Oh, they're they're great. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> Like no no okay I, I spell it out you spell it for um, me W A R L E S S oh Warless yeah okay no I haven't heard of that I heard Wallace the first time um but <laughs> yeah. no that's a, what kind of music are they funky funky okay. <laughs> yeah so you, you what, it. No. how do you experience live music then like can, do you have any hearing or mm-hmm. do you have any hearing or how do you experience um, I live? have a hearing aid. Okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm profoundly deaf in the left ear and absolutely deaf in the right ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wear hearing aids and it helps. It helps. Um, I have to regulate it and then the word make sense. Okay. Yeah. But otherwise, I do get noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, a lot of people tell me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
A lot of people have said that about this podcast, in fact. <laughs> um, but I'm just, you know, because it's so hard to imagine wh- what other people's experience of the world is, period. But, mm-hmm. like, let alone when they have, like, a different complement of senses. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm a very curious about that. Like, is yeah. it the vibration that feels yeah, good? Yeah, all of you about um, vibrating, mostly vibrating. So if you've got the bass, no, you've got the bass. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a you need a fun. tight rhythm section. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, and the sound, no, I can hear the sound is fine. Yeah, but a combination of vibrating and sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can hear the beat. I mean, I can feel the beat. Um, I can see the singer because, no, like I said, it's a smaller Yeah, when it's a smaller venue, venue you can yeah. just be like right up yeah. in there and... Yeah, exactly. So great, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. You posted a, a thing today that was like um, all these different stereotypes sort of around deaf people and you're like, if this is a bingo card, I would have won like yeah. a <laughs> bunch of times and one of them was just like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't live without music. Like, yeah. do you want me to pull it up? <laughs> we can, we can post it with the, with the write up when we post the episode. Yeah. yeah. This one? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I can do Give you some. If this was bingo. Okay. The thing that hearing people have told me, um, they run somebody in the group and then they're talking and um, I say, uh, Chris, what did they say? And Chris, you would say, not important. No, never mind. Not important. <laughs> okay. Um, that would be so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, another one with, um, you don't look deaf. Which we, which we kind of talk about. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you later. That's another one. I'll tell you later. Well, never mind. Uh, see, see, when people do that, you know, yeah, um, it, it might, your, your, um, your editing with mm-hmm. um, being sad. And, you know, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, if someone was just talking to us, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you really don't want to say, like, somebody saying a whole bunch of racist um, comments, and you really don't want to repeat that, that's fine. You know, <laughs> I, can say, I can tell you later. Yeah. Um, that's not but, one of the freebies for saying the N-word that white people want so badly, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. But if my deaf friend is standing next to me and some racist person said it, can I say it then? <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is the one um, time you don't say what's being said. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, back in work situations and everything, I was not important. Um, How do you know You're, you're basically saying, um, I don't think you're important enough for me to repeat this. No? Yeah, totally. That, that can be taken that way, mm-hmm. though. So you have to really um, think before you say that. Um, another one. Um, um, I am so sorry you are deaf. <laughs> what? I'm up. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm and the other one it. is, um, another one that kind of related is, I'd rather be blind than deaf. Mm. In fact, no, I'm, um, you don't get to pick. I'd rather be blind than deaf. Well, no, I'd rather be deaf than being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you get a choice. Like, yeah. like, hey, what do you want? Oh my god, <laughs> like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, can you drive? That was another one. Yeah. Um, I could not live without music. Yeah. Don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's lots of ways to experience that. Then. Can you read lips? Yeah, I'm doing it just right now. Um, <laughs> oh my God, you can read lip. What is he saying? Oh God, look at that thing. Yeah, I used to I used to play that game, but not anymore. <laughs> you know, like, no, I don't want to tell you what they said because it's kind of private. <laughs> yeah, you're not like 
oh, my spy friend <laughs> who can, like, secretly read lips and tell me all the juicy dirt. He said, like, he said look at that nosy bitch over there. Well, you know, I will do something. Yeah. I'm in a nightclub with a friend, and my friend turned back out kind of cute. And um, I've been looking, and if the guy thinks, like, you're kind of cute, I would say, you think you're cute? <laughs> Go talk to him. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You'll that's just it. being a good wingman. Yeah, though. exactly. You'll use it in the service of romance <laughs> yeah. and friendship yeah. but that's and solidarity. It. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, that's good. You're, yeah. Use your powers for good, not evil. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> for great justice, forever. yes. Why don't you get a cochlear implant? That's a good question. Um, cochlear implant um, is basically you have an operation where you have this thing um, put into your inner ear uh-huh. where the cochlear is and then you have to wear um, an outer thing that connects to the ear. I've never had it done. Um, I know people that have done, had it done and they say the click hearing is um, a lot more superior than a regular hearing aid. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's a personal choice. You know, some people want to do it and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, trying just a random person being like nosy about it that's the same as like asking anyone about any surgery that they've had right or it's just like well if I want to get that done then I will and it's none of your fucking business exactly basically yeah that's that's usually a bad question to ask anyone is have you had the surgery (laughs) in the in the circles in which I run it's a very rude question exactly (laughs) so you don't need to know about anybody's medical history yeah yeah unless you're a doctor standing over their bleeding body at a given time I think yeah it's about the only time. Yeah. So, so yeah. So those are the kind of really, mm-hmm. really funny questions. You get tired after you, a while. People must yeah. say really stupid stuff to you sometimes. <laughs> ignorant stuff. Yeah. I would say ignorant stuff. Yeah. Um, I try, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, it's like, you can ask me a stupid question because there's no such thing as a stupid question. Yeah. It just depends on how it's being asked. Yeah. There's, uh, it's not a stupid question, but this is a stupid time to ask it. Or like, <laughs> you can you can ask any question you want, but you also have to have tact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, generally, you know, most people when they ask questions like, "Can you read lips?" Um, it just depends on what, you know, the contact is. You no, know? yeah. if if it's a teacher, then can you read lips, or do I need to, you know, accommodate somehow? Mm-hmm. You know, but that's not a fair question. That's legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Can you drive? It's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm deaf, not blind. Seriously. Although, my dad used to tell me if I had the music up too loud, I'd get pulled over because the police say you have to hear to drive. I was like, that cannot possibly be true. Turns out he was just messing with me. So, <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So, for like a minute there, I thought maybe people who are deaf or hard of hearing weren't allowed to drive, but that was when I was like 17. Yeah. So, I've learned. <laughs> I've learned in the intervening time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I did have a question just around like ASL stuff. Cause I think that we talked about it where you're like, do you, 
didn't we talk, I was saying, oh, I'm excited because my friend is doing this queer ASL class and it's so neat. And you're like, oh, I don't really know ASL. Oh, um, yeah. I, when I, um, um, when I was three years old, I was diagnosed. I, um, had a fear. So, um, and then we went into pre-preschool where I learned how to speak and read lips. Um, and the the sign that we get at the time is um, the sign is that English, okay. which is um, S-E-E. Um, so that's the sign language I learned. Oh, okay. Um, and um, back in the 70s and 80s, the prevailing attitude was about deaf education was that it was better to have the deaf children learn how to speak and um and, and read lips mm-hmm. because the feeling was that they could have a better life that way. Right. Oh, that would make it easier or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. And um, that 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 prevailing that it had been changed in the past in the past um, couple um decades. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I was mainstream. That's what we call okay. it, mainstream. So, the preschool, I learned how to speak. I learned how to read lips. And when I got good enough, then I was put into a regular class. You know, so I had regular education. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so from, from the preschool, where I interacted with other deaf people and went into mainstream school, the, um, the, the deaf classmates, uh, Mine had either been mainstream or put in special education classes or they went to um, the deaf school mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Um, at the time, we got Jericho School for the Deaf. And so those all depends on what, you know, we think. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Jericho School for the Deaf. Um, I know that there were problems mm-hmm. after the past. Um, so it made me kind of glad that I never got, never worked, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there were people that um, took advantage of their deafness, mm-hmm. you know. There was death to love you, there was, you know. Oh, God. That's yeah, there was, um, there was a big case, there was a big mm-hmm. case, and it got shut down, mm-hmm. you know, that. And there were people that um, that got dead from it, you know, making mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, to have missed that is a good thing, but, like, mm-hmm. to have missed that is... Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, but how did it feel to you had sort of a class of kids that you were kind of all working together, and then you're kind of all separated. Yeah. And then was it isolating then to be in whatever um, mainstreamed like mm, yeah yeah a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I did have a best friend. I do have a best friend yeah. um, that was deaf as well, and do it mainstreamed as well. Um, but we just went to different schools, but we lived in the same neighborhood, so we hung out a lot. Mm-hmm. So we managed to keep our sign language. Um, we, were never, we were never discouraged from sign language when we interacted with each other. So it was just, um, um, uh, my mother knew some sign language, um, finger spelling. And uh, my brother knew some finger spelling at the time, so we were never, it was never good going. Yeah. You know, so. But we were definitely encouraged to speak 
Inte vigläpp. I don't know so many people in the deaf community, so I'm only talking to get to know, um, meet people. Um, I, I want to take the queer ASAP, but mm -hmm. um, it's always so. So yeah. it's very popular. It's a really popular class. It's a very popular program. Um, so, I mean, I, uh, when I think I was hung up for the next intake, I'm not going to be in town. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so timing never works. But I have met um, a few other people here just recently. Um, I worked to um, Eternal Tide a couple of weeks ago with the uh, Push Festival. Oh, the Push Festival, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, I mean, I, I got tickets into Eternal Tide and um, that was provided to us from um, Kitsap Disability Art and Culture. They get free tickets every once in a while and I was um, um, to if you're on their mailing list or something, yeah. you can get offered free tickets. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> yeah, so it's a nice book. Uh, but anyway, so I sat down at the, um, and the person next to me was deaf also. Uh, but he was hard of hearing, and, um, and when I got there, he was sitting in my seat. And I, thought, um, I took it in my seat. <laughs> yeah. So we started off talking to each other. Yeah, early. And then um, then we figured that his seat was actually right next to mine. So he moved over. And he said, I'm totally. You know? And then I no, it's okay. It's okay. It's not a mistake. Um, and then when we sat down, then he had his phone and he was signing to his friend. And I'm like, He was signing are to you his deaf? phone? Yeah, so I asked him, Are you deaf? Mm -hmm. And he said, No, I'm hard of hearing. Okay. Yeah? And then we started signing. Yeah? So we can be really cool. You know, meeting someone. Yeah? And it's like, even though my ESO is not that great, it, I can still understand people. Mm -hmm. And people have been great in correcting me quickly. You know, so if I'm saying um, next week in C, you know, mm -hmm. going, it's this way. You know, it's like this. Yeah, you're learning a whole new language on top yeah. of next week? Next week. That's really cool. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Like, because it's a calendar, and it's yeah, next. next. So you're holding the calendar, and you're going next week. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but, I want um, the, the, the old sign language, the C sign language, was next week. Yeah. Okay, so... But it, that makes sense to me, too, because next week, yeah, week, and yeah. I can sort of see it. But there. it seems like the, the ASL, like, really is, like, streamlined a lot of stuff, and it's a lot more, yeah. like, gestures, and I've learned from my friend who was taking the class, like, a lot of facial grammar, yeah. which I think is really, like, yeah. really the fun. <laughs> yeah, the syntax includes facial expression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's like, um, it's it kind of based on English, but the sign language itself, it, it originally, the French sign language, because that's where they got the root from. From French sign language? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it was, it was the fun that um, brought the sign language over to North America. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. And um, <laughs> that, that's why um, if you go to Quebec and you meet someone at that person and they're signing, you know, you're likely to understand what they're saying if you go away after. Um, because there's a lot of similarity. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I find that if they're not mouthing, I say sign. Uh, I understand them. Like if they start mouthing, <laughs> I say sign. I'm I'm confused. Sorry, I can't understand your accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm confused because it's like I understand what you're saying, but you're not saying what I think you're saying. 
bad. I would never even consider that, of yeah. course, because why would I? But that's so fascinating. Yeah. They would mess you up if they started mouthing yeah, along. Kind of it. like, if, okay, stop target for example. You go to a movie um, in Paris, and um, and the first thing written which means um, English with French Tap Tiger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you go, you watch the movie, you're reading the Tap Tigers, and you're angry, but at the same time, your brain kind of messed up because it's like, I'm reading in French, but I'm understanding everything they're saying. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> because I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so... So I thought that would cool. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That I get it. Now. The movies was great. Mm-hmm. In um in Canada, Vancouver, um when we go to a movie, if you watch Top Tiger, you can ask for this device. I thought you put in the cup holder, <laughs> and then you adjust. Yeah, because it's got this really um telescopic arm. Yeah, yeah. And don't tip. So you go like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, finally. And then you're trying to adjust it so that it's not in the way of a movie. So you want it just down a little bit. But um, but you're going to run it too low that you're going like this. <laughs> yeah? You know, look up at the movie and look down in your lap. So it's like, really frustrating and so you have to adjust it. And then and then you have to make, get the right tanger for the right movie. And you hope that they turn it on. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Sometimes they forget. What a nightmare. <laughs> Sometimes they forget. So, like, well, I guess uh, I'm not going to know anything go, that's happening. Yeah. But I have to get up and go and say, hey, you need to turn on the damn tigers. You know, the radio for the damn tigers. Sorry, can, you, can you turn up the subtitles, please? <laughs> Katie yeah. made a motion mm-hmm. of winding up her middle finger yes. to give just middle turn finger it out, yeah. please. And, no, I just only found out that um, in in the UK, you can, there are some cinemas that actually sell stop tigers, like actual stop tiger films. But... That's at the discretion mm-hmm. of the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd almost be cool if you could get, like, 3D glasses, like, you know how they have the, the movies? Yeah. But then if you could get a special yeah. thing that put the subtitles, like, in your glasses, yeah. too, or something, so that it was, yeah. like, always at the right spot wherever yeah. you were looking. Exactly. I'm sure there's going to be some kind of cool technological yeah. Yeah. advances. Just those. beam the yeah. words directly into your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Contact. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't actually... No, I do have one friend who no longer lives in Vancouver who is hard of hearing, but uh, he was, he it was only like a like a seventy percent hearing loss, so yeah. he could mostly pick up what I was saying. But apart from that, I know a lot of people who have auditory processing disorders, so yeah. they can hear, but they can't make sense of what you're saying. So yeah. uh, they tend to find written words to be a lot easier to understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people who like to watch movies with the captions on. I'm a really fast reader, so it would mm-hmm. bother me at first, and then I realized, well, first of all, I'm being an asshole, <laughs> and secondly, I can actually sort of finally turn my brain off, so it's like, it's almost yeah. like it's shuttered, like I can't quite see what's happening, but yeah, uh, but yeah it's it's so, yeah. it really helps you understand what's going on with the movie. Yeah. I no longer exactly. have to be like, what is the, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, um, in the States, they have that, they're laughing, it's like, they're, some, some theaters that were like, they're okay, 
this time track will have the captain turned on. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on. I can tap the up. Yeah. If if it really bothers you, don't go that time. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. If it really bothers you, go fuck yourself, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go and die mad about it. I guess. Yes. So, so I'm thinking, why can't we do that here? Why can't we do that? Yeah. It would be pretty easy. Yeah, it's. I see like the the closed caption symbols on a movie, like when they advertise it. But is it only that it's like, oh, those devices are available? Mm-hmm. That's what it means. That that's there's right. not. Ah, sheesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So, um, so maybe that's something I can look into. Mm-hmm. Talk to the trade and say, look, some people can do that. Is there a reason why? Mm-hmm. What can we do to make that possible here? You know, so that's something I'd like to look into. Yeah. Because I would love to see the Black Panther with that target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go figure. Yeah. I mean, I only go see the movie run, you know, without that target and everything. And then I wait for it to come on Netflix or, you know, and um, you know, Apple or something. And I just rent it mm-hmm. with the captain down. Yeah. And then it's like you're seeing it for the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, acting movies are so much easier. Yeah, no kidding. Because there's a lot of acting, you know. Uh, but for serious talking movie, I act for the device, yeah. you know, because otherwise I'm not going to follow it. Yeah. The Shape of Water would be <laughs> difficult. Was that one? I haven't seen that talking? yet. There's no talk. There's very little talking in it. Oh, okay. Because the because the main character is she's mute she's not oh, okay. deaf okay. Uh, so but there's a lot of there's a lot of ASL and there's some captions and mm. it's a beautiful film yeah. really loved it yeah. really really loved it yeah I'm gonna see that I'm gonna see that though are you gonna talk about the tweet no I just love I just love all the jokes about the shape of water because there's like <laughs> she fucks a fish guy I guess <laughs> and so I read a tweet that said someone called it Grinding Nemo yeah <laughs> that's what I was asking was this, this is about Grinding Nemo <laughs> grinding I thought you Nemo. meant my tweet where no. <laughs> my yoga teacher got us into a supported fish pose and I was like ah the shape of water <laughs> you're a dark I love you yeah. yes I am a dark um, yeah we're on we're always communicating on Twitter I think or like following Liking each other's posts a lot. It's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> so many good jokes. Yeah. It's like, I know Twitter is bad for my mental health, but I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so bored all the time. I need it. I need it so people know how mad at the train I am. Mm-hmm. And any, I need it so that everybody can know how angry I am with the train at all times. Yeah. I'm always mad at the Sky Train. You stupid train. <laughs> I hate it so much. No, I love it. It's very important. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we're at an hour. Holy crap! What <laughs> yeah, it's a very yeah, a quick hour goes by. Yeah. Um, are there things that you want to plug, promote? You've got an awesome website where people can find out about your art. Yeah, Anything? my um, okay, I've got um, a website which is um, lorylandry.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Instagram, um, which I tend to post more on Instagram. Okay, the website I just need time to pick everything up mm-hmm. but Instagram is more instant so um, <laughs> it's in the name Instagram is um, at Lori Artist um, and then there's Facebook like so? yep perfect nice and um, what are you working on any okay I'm working like... on a new series right now for um, for the story that I'm having in the summer June in Wales nice um, it, in Wales? well Wells. Yeah, oh, in uh, Wells, BC, that's not yeah. quite as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the tagging. No, it's still very exciting. Wells they, is beautiful. They, they take art and culture quite seriously, though. No, they absolutely do. They absolutely yeah, do. There's so, really, really cool so, artwork. So, 
And it is my hometown too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> my mom lives there. So, Sorry, so Lori's mom. I am really looking forward to having my dolo there. It's my first dolo there. Oh, cool. Congratulations. So, yeah. so, but anyway, the big thing is um, it's called Deafies. Deafies? Yeah. <laughs> no, Deafies. So my, one of my, um, one of the first um, thing that I wrote down was a, a, a deaf person. So I guess you could call it a selfie. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, why not to call it selfies? <laughs> because I've got, you know, I've got a couple of other people lined up to be posted with, and I'm hoping to find more people. Um, they have to be deaf or have a feeling. Yeah. yeah. Cool. To be posted. And then I'm all, that's five of them. And then the other five paintings that I'm working on is hand sign. Nice. So I just finished one today, it was called Culture, um, which is um, for deaf culture, you know. So you've got the sign for culture and then you painted yeah. that and yeah. it's in the really, yeah, I saw the, the most updated picture and that beautiful color of blue is what's all on your hands yeah. right now, so. <laughs> Yeah, pressing blue. Yes. Pressing blue is one of the more permanent colors. It will take days for it to come off. <laughs> I had a pressing blue on my face one time and nobody said a word. I went grocery shopping. And well, that you hurt anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got the big blue mark on my cheek. <laughs> Why do people not say anything? They look at you, bungy, but they don't say anything. Mm. They still want to cramp your style. It's <laughs> like, you know, that lady's in her blue period. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Oh, art, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being here, Lori. This is a really great opportunity to get to talk to you. Yeah. Even if you it. can't listen to it, we are going to transcribe it, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you do listen to podcasts because you asked me for recommendations for our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get. I listen to. Man, you guys laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. It's um, it's a silly no, billy podcast. I was listening to the other guy, the other guy. Um, I can't remember who get. I can't remember what it's like about. Five episodes ago. Okay. Five or six episodes ago. Then an artist as well. Uh, for our show? Yeah. Oh. A guy who was an artist. Do we have, who do we have? It was <laughs> just like. I mean, I don't know what kind of artist. Yeah. Could be a musician for that know. Was it Steve? Yeah. Steve Letts, my super gay comedy friend. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah, that was kind of cool. We were laughing a lot that day, but it he was... is a very funny guy, so yeah. can't help myself. <laughs> what do we have? Yeah. So we've got Wells coming up in that episode, too, but it was a different kind of Wells. <laughs> it wasn't Wells BC. It was actually, like, wishing Wells. Yeah. Wagon yeah. Wells, yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow, well, there's a lot of Tina Turner references in this notebook already. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, that's that's how we know we're on the right path okay. of this podcast. Lots of Tina Turner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. I mean, if you can try and try it that great. Yeah, uh, I'm going to try. So this episode is going to come out... On uh, February twenty seventh. Okay. So I've still got some time to uh, to do the transcription, and I'm very fast typer, so it should <laughs> be fun. I actually I haven't yeah. done transcription since yeah. I was in uni- like doing my masters, and I had to interview a whole bunch of people, and then we're transcribing all of this yeah. stuff, and it's really hard. Yeah, it it is. takes a long time. Yeah, for, I mean, like, I mean, whenever I pick out videos on YouTube, I try to put the um, captain down. Mm-hmm. Um, took me a while to figure out the captain. But, you know, finally I thought, oh, okay, this is how it went. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> I can do this. Um, but then, um, but apparently, 
you're supposed to turn around something very descriptive. Yeah. You know, because, you know, there are blind people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> 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 like, you know, I was dumb. I know I'm Facebook, no, Facebook. Theater, it was fantastic for me because it's like, mm-hmm. I can follow people and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when Facebook started allowing videos, mm-hmm. when people started to post videos of themselves talking, yeah, rather than just post anything. And I'm like, and then I remember, you know, complaining about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, people are now using videos, this is not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. And then someone pointed out that it would work for blind people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. But now so many of the videos have captions and that's yeah. like I work in Well not all of them. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing, like I do a lot of like digital media stuff for work and having captions on all of our videos is so important, obviously, mm-hmm. for like accessibility. Mm-hmm. And but then it's like the cynical thing is too, it's really good for advertising yeah. stuff because people don't often have the sound on their phone anyway. Yeah. So yeah. when a video starts autoplaying, if yeah. it doesn't have captions on, I usually just scroll right past it at yeah. this point. And another thing about captioning in video, like whether it's no the deaf or if it's just captioning different languages, mm-hmm. um, it increases viewer rate. Yeah. You know, so I remember a friend of mine who's um 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 social media marketer um do it just then oh um trying to figure out if it's worth um getting her video captain. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. It, it, um, she was talking about monetary work. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I I replied to her. Um, does it have to be a qualitative quality? Mm-hmm. Like, does it have to be? Qualitative? Yeah, like just is it going to get you more money? It's like why don't you just do it for the sake of doing it because you know yeah. that it's going to be exactly. helpful for people. Yeah. Like think think about the quantitative. Mm-hmm. No, I mean sorry, that there have to be a quantitative. You know, issue. think about the quality. Yeah, yeah. Like I think you should measure in a in a qualitative mm-hmm. manner because um, if you're doing it for a company, if you're doing it for your company, do you want your company to be inclusive? that has more value yeah. than any quantitative number can come up with. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when you actually show what the values are that you have in your exactly. your mission your mission statement and your values and your blah, blah, blah. Exactly. <laughs> but it's true, yeah. That's like, exactly. And that means a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're all okay. learning. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. I yeah, I've learned how to I've learned how to do like SRT files and like figure yeah. all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. So now I caption all the stuff mm-hmm. that I put out. Yeah. So, yeah. so I can even know. I mean, YouTube has a community mm-hmm. where if you submit your video, and then you want to submit it to the community, they will take the time to actually transcribe oh, or do cool. subtitles. That's cool. In whatever language, well, not the English subtitles, mm-hmm. but French, German, no. Cool. Uh, yeah, I imagine too. Like subtitles in general, like in even if they're in English for an English video, if someone's English isn't their first language, having the subtitles would be really helpful too to yeah, like follow yeah. along a little mm-hmm. bit clearer. And it's just good. Just do it. Just do it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Nice, Katie. Do you have anything that you're doing at the end of the month that you can plug? No, I'll be leaving this country for two weeks uh yeah. pretty much right after this get the out, fuck so. out so uh i don't know if you listen to this and you're in england hit me up i guess but don't like try to find me <laughs> that would be terrifying <laughs> just message me like a normal person great cool 
Okay. Right. Uh, we'll see everybody next week here on the Sea Hags podcast. Okay. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. coming. Bye. Cheers. Bye.